everybody. How's everybody doing today? It's me again, Russell Mills. Uh, February 16th, Wednesday, 2022. I want to say hello. I hope everybody's blessed today. I want to ask you guys, I'm going to play some clips from The Breakfast Club. What do you guys uh, think about that trade that went down between Philly and um, Brooklyn Nets where they traded James Harden, um, Paul Millsap, I believe it was, uh, Seth Curry, you know what I mean? Uh, he's going to Brooklyn. Um, Andre Drummond. So let's let's play it. Let's see if we can get into this. It's DJ MV Angela E. Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where we start, easy. Well, let's start with James Harden after his trade and finding his newfound partnership with Joel Embiid at the Philadelphia 76ers. Here's what he had to say. Originally, when I was going through everything I was going through, uh, you know, in Houston, uh, Philly was my, you know, my first choice. I just knew, you know, for a very long time, this is a, a perfect fit. And obviously, you got a, a big man, best big man in the league, and Joel, and then obviously the coaching, uh, just from top to bottom, it made sense and. Um, I'm just happy and, and blessed that I'm here. And um, as Doc and, and everybody knows and everybody wants is just to win and be the last team standing. So um, I'm excited for the opportunity. I thought, I thought he wanted to go to Brooklyn. I thought he was trying to force a trade to Brooklyn when he was in Houston. Well, I think he said initially he wanted to go there to the 76ers, but then maybe he changed his mind. I don't know. But he did um, not get into specifics about why he decided his time with the Nets needed to end so soon after he began. But um, he did say that the circumstances surrounding Kyrie Irving's decision to remain unvaccinated had an impact on the team. He said very minimally, but he said him and Kyrie are really good friends. Okay, now here is... You think he took a shot at uh, Katie, right? When he said uh, Joel Joel Embiid is the best big man in the league with that little shot? No, No, Kevin Durant ain't no big man. Joel Embiid is considered an actual center. Kevin Durant's not considered no center. He's still, what, six... He's, he's actually seven foot, but he's not considered a center. Kevin Durant's like a what? Two, three? He's, he's big man. Three, yeah. Small forward. Man. He's just tall, man. All right. So he's actually a center. Here's what Ben Simmons had to say about the Brooklyn Nets, and he's hoping to play the March 10th uh, road game versus the Philadelphia 76ers, but here is what he had to say after being officially introduced as a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Did you feel like you couldn't get back to the place where you wanted to be in Philadelphia, and was that part of the reason you asked for a trade? I guess, could you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I think that was part of it. I think, you know, I just wasn't in the place there. Um, to do that, um, and a lot of things had happened over that summer to where I, don't, I didn't feel like I was getting that help, but it is what it is. You know, I don't have any, it wasn't a personal thing towards you know, any player or, or um, coach. Well, it's all on you now, Ben Simmons. Everybody going to see what you made of now in Brooklyn. There's no uh-huh. excuses. Like, you go out there and you got to ball out. If you don't ball out, people going to say it's you. Now, he also did say the mental health has nothing to do with the trade. It was a bunch of things that he was dealing with as a person in his personal life that he really doesn't want to get into depth with. But he said, I'm here now. It's a blessing to be in an organization like this. And he's looking forward to getting back on the floor and building something great here. And he has spoken to the Sixers coach, Doc Rivers, and other members of the team, but still has not spoken to Joel Embiid. Uh, that should be it. I mean, I think that combination should work. I do. What's that? I think Ben Simmons is working, Brooklyn. I like the addition of Seth Curry is great. I think that they're, they're, they're a much better team now. All right. Well, we definitely will be watching, and that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. So what you guys think about that? You know what I mean? I'm going to play some other clips. Um, 
hold on one second. I'm gonna play something else in a minute, in a second. So, uh, James Harden. James and Paul, this is gonna be awesome. Um, you know, James, thank you for choosing Philly to play. You know, players like James don't come along every every day. So, like the fact that he's here is a testament to everything that's been built. Uh, starting with Joel's MVP caliber play and what he's been doing and growing into. And then obviously the leadership around me and with Doc and Daryl and Elton. And so thank you to everyone. And the last thing I'd say is that I very much appreciate Ben, what he did, Seth, Andre, the contributions to Philly. And we wish them well. But now let's do this thing. Thank you. We're very excited. Um, look, uh, Josh and ownership, um, have been behind Doc and uh, the front office um, 100 to do whatever it takes to put us in the position to, to uh, as Doc says, be the winner, uh, win the last game of the season. Um, you know, we've we've all worked tirelessly. I'd li- you know, I'd like to also thank Ben and, and Seth and Andre um, uh, for their contributions. You know, Doc and the coaching staff and and. The players have put us in a spot where, uh, as we make this trade, we we are well positioned to to go on a run, uh, and a run that hopefully excites you know the the city of uh, Philadelphia. Um, with Paul, um, he's someone Paul knows that uh, we were talking to this off season and and hoping to acquire. Um, so it took us a little time, but uh, we're really excited about what he. What he can bring is a very versatile player. Uh, and then, uh, you know, as Doc said a couple days ago, uh, when he was looking at the team, he was, we've been looking for a player with a particular set of skills that he's developed over uh, over his career and, and James uh, and James Hart. So uh, having two, uh, an MVP, and then a guy who's on pace to probably be the MVP if he can keep it up. Um, is really exciting. Uh, all the hard work happens from here. We haven't accomplished anything yet. Um, and I love that, uh, you know, that Doc's, as a champion, you know, is here to lead us. So, um, I'll turn it over to questions. Oh, Doc, sorry. Uh, well, Ditto, really, I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I think you guys would rather ask uh, questions, except for, uh, I'll start out with thanking Ben and Seth and, um, uh, drum. I mean, they all were, were great. Uh, each one of them uh, enjoyed coaching all of them. Um, you know, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to come here, as Josh knows in our interview, is that um, we would make a commitment to win uh, and being a winner. Um, and we talked about it. You know, uh, we can do a lot of winning or we can try to be the winner. And uh, being a winner is hard. Uh, and that's what we want to become. Um, and that's why we make trades like this going out and getting Paul and James. Uh, we want the opportunity to be the winner, and we believe that this trade does that. Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to Philly. James, this question is for you. I guess it's a two-part question. 
why did you want out of Brooklyn and, and why did you want Philadelphia to be the destination? Um, originally, you know, when I was going through everything I was going through, uh, you know, in Houston, uh, Philly was my, you know, my first choice. Uh, it just didn't happen. So, um, you know, we're just detailed. I don't really want to get into, you know, the Brooklyn situation. I just knew, you know, for a very long time, this was a perfect fit. And obviously, you got a, a, a big man, best big man in the league, and Joel. And then, obviously, the coaching. Uh, just from top to bottom, it made sense. And um, I'm just happy and, and blessed that I'm here. And uh, as Doc and, and everybody knows and everybody wants is, is to win and be the last team standing. So um, I'm excited for the opportunity. James, are you able to clear up what happened with the opt-in? I guess there was a report that you were going to opt in for the next year here with the Sixers after the trade. You still have the opportunity to do that. I still that. have the opportunity to do it. And will you? And will, yes. Yeah, but it just everything happened so fast. I just wanted, I just wanted to get here and, and take my time, and, and most importantly, focus on on the end game, and that's winning the championship. And what can Joel Embiid do for your game, and what can you do for Joel's game? I think we complement each other. You know, obviously the whole world knows how how great Joel's playing. Uh, not just going to basketball, but rebounding. He got a triple-double last game. Just like his uh, his presence alone is, is unbelievable. Uh, I feel like I'm the same way as far as, you know, making my teammates better and doing different things that impact the game at the highest level. Um, and then we have a, a great core of guys um, that can that can help also help with that. So, uh, I mean, I wish I was playing tonight, but, you know, just take my time and you know, after break, we'll get things going. James, Jamie Pody from 6ABC, uh, back here. Um, you haven't stepped on the court yet, uh, but before you even were in Philadelphia, your jersey sold out at the arena in less than an hour. Uh, there was a billboard touting welcome the beard. Uh, how has that reception made you feel, and how do you feel about playing in front of these fans? These fans is uh, one of the best fans in the NBA. You know, a lot, of the, a lot of teams say that, a lot of organizations say that, you know, a lot of fan bases say that, but like ride or die, like, Probably the best fans in the NBA, and uh, I'm just happy they're on my side. And so, I'm a, you know, this is uh, James Harden speaking. Obviously, I don't want to, you know, begin to flag or something, you know, by by uh, you know YouTube, because again, YouTube is. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say about so much. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, Bring this up in a second. Okay. Um, was there anything that could change your mind and got you to play again, or is, you know, get back on the floor? Um, and yeah, so no date yet, but you know, I'm starting to wrap it up. Hey Ben, um, was there anything? This season that could have changed your mind and got you to play again, or your mind made up, and you know, until you were out of Philadelphia, you were coming out to play again. For me, it was just making sure mentally I was right to get out there and play again. So that's something I've been, you know, dealing with. Um, and it wasn't about the fans or coaches or comments made by anybody. It was just a personal thing for me. Um, that was earlier than you know that that's, that series or, or even that season that I was dealing with. Um, you know, and that organization knew that. So it was something that, you know, I, I continue to deal with. And, you know, I'm getting there and getting to the right place to, you know, get back on the floor. 
they've been there was so much like source reporting around everything going on with you so i guess just you're saying that the mental health issue preceded you requesting the trade uh in the off season i guess can you just shed a little light on the timeline yeah for me it wasn't that was never the mental health has nothing to do with just the trade you know it was, it was a bunch of things i was dealing with as a person in my personal life that i don't really want to go into depth to depth with um but yeah, I'm here now, so you know it's a blessing to be you know in an organization like this, and you know I'm just looking forward to getting back on the floor and, and building something great here. First off, welcome to Brooklyn. Uh, for you personally, moving forward, I'm curious what kind of things are, if you can even quantify them, have to happen, I guess, for you to be in the right headspace to be out on the court and competing. Just stay on top of what I need to stay on top of. Um, and being consistent with that is getting to the place where I can do that. Hey, man, I want to ask you um, a couple things. When you played your last game with the Sixers, what was going through your mind? What were your last emotions? Uh, and what was the straw that basically snapped that made you say, it's time to go? Um, I don't think it was... That was more so just a, it was just piled up, a bunch of things that have gone on over the years to where I just knew I wasn't myself and I needed to get back in, into that place of, you know, being myself and, and being happy as a person um, and taking care of my well-being. Um, and that was like, the, that was the major thing for me. Um, it wasn't about the basketball, it wasn't about the money, anything like that. Um, you know, I want to be who I am and get back to, you know, playing basketball at that level and, you know, being myself. And the last game, the last game, was, was this like kind of what was going on through your mind after the last game? Um, I need to get in a good place mentally. Honestly, um, that was the main thing. And when you look at this roster, the makeup of this team, there are times where you could be on the floor with KD and Kyrie. You could be out there without either one of them. How do you see your, how do you see your role in fitting in, and what, what kind of conversations have you had with Steve about uh, what that would be? Yes, I think it's just staying aggressive, playing to to my strengths, and that's you know being a playmaker and making the right plays, um, setting my guys up, and then defensively, obviously, um, locking. So I'm not going to talk or play too much of this video um, because I don't want to be flagged by YouTube. But I think the whole trade. You know, with Ben Simmons, I, I just think these players today are just weak, weak-minded. They're, they're good players. They work hard. You know what I mean? But the thing is, with the NBA today, compared to the NBA back in the day, people say, oh, these play players are better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they might be a little bit more strengthened, more conditioned, whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, to me, they're very weak-minded, and then and they get these little cheap calls <clears throat> that they call an NBA because of what happened in the past when they used to have hard follows to people, and, and sometimes people would fight and stuff. And, you know, honestly, I miss those days because um, even though the games were low-scoring, but the fact was that, um, you know... Like, today's players, all they do is shoot threes, and then they think they're superstars. It's like, okay, a man shoots three, you know, eight threes, he's a superstar. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, again, 
you know, back in the day, they didn't shoot threes like that, but now they do. It's, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, I think Ben Simmons personally is a pussy. Um, as far as, you know, he could say mental health or he was in mental, I think he was just scared to, you know, go back to Philly, personally. And I think, you know, in the James Harden situation, if, uh, if he didn't feel comfortable with uh, Kyrie not being vaccinated, to me, it's like, I'm up and down with the vaccine, even though I got it myself, but it's just, you know what I mean? But to me, it's like, Kyrie, you're going to be a part-time player because you and your, and your team's allowing this. What, what job allows you to be a part-time player and come in when you need to? You know what I'm saying? So, again, I, I have a problem with that. But, again, I'm not Kyrie. I don't care. He's making money. So, he's an NBA player. He's a good player, great player, great shooter. Um, you know what I mean? But I feel like a lot of these players today, they're babies. James Harden feel like he's a baby, too, when he doesn't get his calls because, you know, sometimes he does that step back three and does all that other stuff. And it's like, again, I think all these players today, they're just, you know what I mean? It's, it's weak. They're weak. So they're weak-minded, but that's just my personal opinion about it. But, you know, we'll see what happens um, come forth with these teams. Obviously, I have nothing to do with any of these teams. Um, we'll see if Ben Simmons becomes a better player in Brooklyn. Let's see if, if James Harden does what he has to do in Philly. You know what I mean? But I wanted to just make a video. But, you know, again, I, I just feel like, you know, these guys today are weak. You know what I mean? Weak-minded, and, you know, we're in a weak society, so, you know, but, um, again, whatever he was going through personally, Ben Simmons, whatever, um, I don't know, but, again, I just think that, you know, he's weak, he needs to work on his shot, he needs to, um, he's a good passer, he's a good rebounder, he can dribble the ball at six foot ten inches tall, you know, <clears throat> great, great ball handler, great defender, but he shot. That's the only problem, but feel free to check out my YouTube channel. My name is Russell Mills, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-M-I-L-L-S, May 22nd, 2017. My first video is called Why Black People Settle for Less. So everybody take care. God bless. Have a good day. Bye.